Welcome to the Net and Sarah Show, where we aim to touch, move, and inspire you every single week. Really? We're really going to introduce our own show? Maybe we should leave it to the pro. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. One second, ladies. Here we go. Sarah Maxwell and Natalie Cook are experts in visualization and deliberate use of the law of attraction. As dynamic world athletes representing Canada and Australia in beach volleyball, they honed in on achievement at the highest level. With Natalie winning an Olympic gold medal on her home beach of Bondi is a pinnacle example. Their powerful techniques transmute the spiritual to the tangible, allowing thousands of their community members to bring their vision boards to life. Recently, they have returned from their full-time family adventure in Europe and are now grounding down in Australia where they are focused on all of you. How can your dream become reality this decade, perhaps even this year? Not only do Nat and Sarah bring us their three-step manifestation process complete with downloading worksheets, but also their realities of failed attempts and some of the frustrations that color their path. They believe that this life journey was never intended to be jolt-free, but rather a powerful trip down the raging rapids of life. Each week, the Nat and Sarah Show will navigate the epic lives of their mentors to uncover how they use their own manifestation process to produce dreams that are available to us all. Are you a member of the community? Go to bit.ly slash the Nat and Sarah Show to download your three-step journal to follow along with each workshop-style teaching episode and get ready to take action on your inspirations. Today, we continue the conversation with someone shifting the landscape of what it is to be a woman in business. We loved her on the show last year, and now she's back, transcending her marketing mentoring agency, Basic Bananas, based out of Sydney, Australia. Francisca Izelli is creating movements like Moments of Humanity, in which she excitedly observed, and these are in her words, gang, it suddenly hit me moments of humanity, those spontaneous moments between strangers that connect us at a deeper level because at the core, we are all the same. No matter if I buy fruit from a market vendor in Bogota and learn about her life story, share a ride with a stranger at New York City Airport, dance salsa with a guy in Cartagena, or Cartagena I can't even pronounce that word. Um, how do I pronounce that, Francisca? <laughs> Say it again. Cartagena. Oh my gosh, Cartagena. She's like Swiss and travel. That's real bad on my part. I come from the French part of Canada. Oh my gosh. She's discussed philosophy with a gentleman on a train in Chicago, or she learned about conspiracy from an Uber driver in Sydney. Of course, the conspiracy happens in Australia. They are all moments of humanity, she explains. So moments where background, status, religion, ethnicity don't matter. They are the moments when strangers become friends, when walls are broken down, when there are no borders. And now more than ever, we need moments of humanity. We are sort of on this precipice of uncertain times. Um, we both just recounted how this is a moment where we have an opportunity to walk into a dark place with the confidence and trust that we'll know when to turn. So this woman, this amazing woman has led, or sorry, has written an acclaimed new book, The Courage Map. It has been exalted by the world's most well-known adventurer, Sir Richard Branson. So here's a little sneak peek into 
this guide to courage. She writes, courage is your best ally in helping you live your life fully. Courage supports you as you face meaningful challenges in life, make better decisions, and stay true to yourself when you're tempted to give in. She goes on to specify everyone has plenty of ideas and dreams to live an exceptional life. What some of us lack is the courage to turn those ideas into reality and pursue our dreams with gusto. So this is why her book details how to expand your courage boundaries. So you can all see why I'm so excited to have her back on the show, how I have literally coached three, she doesn't know this, three people today on expanding your courage boundaries. So this is why she's a marketing mentor gang, because she knows how to say things that we remember. So here we are, take two. So excited to have you light up our show. Thank you for coming on again. Thanks so much. Thank you, Sarah, for having me and for this incredible introduction. Well, girlfriend, all your words. But look, I have to admit, as I was thinking about what do I want to ask you, the first thing that came to my mind is what kind of courage does it take to say, I'm writing a book, proclaim that you're going to complete it, and then commit to coming back to a show to launch it. I mean, a lot of people um, say things, but they don't follow through. What has you being your word and following through? I love this question so much. And, and I don't know that you know that one of my most important values, and everyone has obviously different values and, and set of principles to live by but one of my biggest ones is to stand by my word and also it is very much how I choose people that I want to spend time with it's very interesting I'm very I'm very sensitive to people that don't stand by their word I almost take it a little bit personally when somebody says something and then they don't stand by their word it's 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 a big deal you know how there's a saying where we say actions are more important than words I think it you know it just really depends how you grow up a little bit Maybe I grew up sometimes with people or especially maybe in my case, maybe every now and then with my dad that he maybe wasn't standing by his word. And I feel like because of that, now it's so, so, so important that I do and that people that I spend time with also do. So, but also to be honest, this was a very easy commitment to make because when we spoke last time, last year on this show, I already had the book pretty much written. So that come back and make a commitment to talk to you because you're also an amazing interviewer that wasn't very hard ah okay got it well i just did just get an image of of who you are in the world and why this is so important to you so how do you feel that being your word and following through has brought you success so far in your life I think it's probably got to do with two things. One is really developing trust. So, so if, if you're somebody who people can count on, you're consistent with your actions, I think people will obviously trust you way more. And if you have people that trust you, it's easier to build teams that will also stand up for you and stand by you when things get difficult. And right now we are in a time where things are a little bit difficult. And the other one is staying truthful to yourself so i think following trusting your word and standing by your word also helps you with with standing more into yourself so really honoring yourself more which also brings more courage and so the, the second the first point i mentioned which is that people will trust you right now as an example where obviously 
the world is going a little bit nuts and a lot of businesses that we work with are struggling and so we're trying everything that we can to support them when when we first started to have you know this pandemic there was a lot of fear also within my teams and i had to make a few decisions that weren't easy you know whether are we working from home are we which we are you know if people want to work from home they are now but also we had a a summit that we had booked for people to come businesses to come and i had to make the decision are we going to run this summit or not a lot of people had already booked and we were still allowed that was before the gatherings got limited and a lot of people had already booked their flights and i had to make the decision are we doing it or not and so i had to go back to our core purpose here at Basic Bananas and the core purpose is to create ripple effects everywhere we can. And I said to my team here who were at that stage, some were quite frightened of the uncertainty that you just mentioned before. And I had to say, hey, we are going to run this event, but we're also going to run a virtual option. People can go to live stream it. And also anyone in the team that doesn't want to come to this gathering, we had the gathering in the end of maybe 30 people, 30, 40 people anyone who doesn't want to come is also okay to not come. And I could have stood there on my own. I would have been struggling to pull this. It was a two day event. I would have, I was hoping that some people would stand with me in yes. this time and go, hey, I am scared, but I am coming and this is our purpose and I'm going to stand right with you for two days supporting these businesses and working our asses off, excuse me, <laughs> our butts off as much as we possibly can. And I think that's that's got to do with standing by your word, having people trust you and your judgment. Yeah, and I, I'm so glad that we we opened this conversation around that. It's I think my ultimately that's my definition of integrity. And I think that's what leads to people trusting you and having your back. And at this uncertain time, maybe that's all we've got. You know, we've all all we've got is our word. And it doesn't mean that it always goes perfect. But I also believe that we can clean that up and you can be your word with that as well. So I'm very conscious that I want to launch into this book because it's really an accumulation of what's brought you to here. So what's it all about? Why the courage map? You could have written about a lot of things, but you really focused on courage. Why is this the most important thing that you wanted to share with the world right now? Yeah, that's such a good question. And, and you're right. This you know, I, I don't think I could have written about a, a lot of things, but I could have written because I don't know everything about everything. Although I wish I did. Sometimes I actually could do. <laughs> <laughs> I want to ask your team if that's true. No, it's it's actually not really true. I'm I'm I'm, I'm pretty honest with that. But I could. This is my third book. This is my. However, this is my first book that is not about business. The other two books are about marketing, which is okay. I could write many more books about marketing, and I probably will. This is my first book that is not about marketing or branding. And the reason why is because it actually has been in my mind for a few years. It took me almost two years to complete this, you know, a few rewrites and I just wanted to put the best work out. It's been on my mind a little while before for a few more years. It started when I started, I, I got asked for, by Mind Valley in the, the personal development company to run a program on on making the impossible possible. It was called Bold, I think, the program. So I flew to Kuala Lumpur, did the program, and I really enjoyed it. And how that came about is just, uh, I know the founder, and he has been following my journeys around the world, and he said, hey, would you do something? I feel like people need to hear how you just live like that, you know, how you, 
you almost have this playful, fearless attitude to life. And so I started obviously working on the content then for that program. And then a few of my friends and especially Mike, my buddy that I've been traveling around the world on a motorbike with, he's said it on the first trip. He said, hey, I would think that you should write a book on courage. I said, oh, finally enough, I've been thinking about it and that's how it came about. And But why, why courage? I think the reason why is because so many of us, we are so capable of doing really great things. And even right now, you see how so many of us are capable of, of having these, we discussed this early, these moments of humanity with people and stepping up and not making this all about us. So many of us have this, this ability to lead right now and people need to be led because if we don't step up, then everybody will just go and buy toilet paper. But we could actually right now be doing other things with our time, like spreading kindness, like doing good things about others. So not so much worrying about, hey, can I wipe my bum tomorrow? But hey, can I help someone right now today? And that takes courage. And so this is a really great example right now how courage totally can impact people's lives. What, well, how would you define courage? Like when you're talking about it, what does it mean to you? Yeah, so, so for me, courage, there's a huge distinction between courage and fearlessness. So for me, courage is not about being fearless. Fear, fear is good. I had to also study fear to write this book, obviously, because I had to understand where does fear come from and, and why do we have certain fears and why do people have more fears than others? Are we born with courage? So courage is not about being fearless. It's about, yeah, okay, I have fears, acknowledging the fears, but still taking action on something that we know needs to be taken action on. So it's not really about being fearless, but it's about making brave decisions despite potentially feeling fear. So does what came up for me just then in visualizing what you said about kind, like being kind and being there for other people at this time and incorporating the word courage into it, is there an instinct in that? Is there an instinct that we have to move towards something in terms of generosity and then the fear pulls us out of doing the action? Or how do you, like, give me the little stream around instinct. How does instinct come into this? That's such a, a, an interesting concept. And I, I think you, you're onto something there. I talk in the book about, so the book has 13 principles and one of them is intuition, which is instincts. And so the question is, what is intuition? You know, do you need a magic wand or a crystal ball or something like that to have intuition? No, you don't. I don't have, I have lots of crystals, but I don't have any magic wand or crystal ball. What intuition is in a more scientific way is intuition is basically the subconscious processing of information that then gives us hints to our conscious mind based on past experiences. So we might suddenly have chicken skin or you guys call it goosebumps in English, goosebumps or, or maybe the hair is standing on the back or we have a little bit of a pain in the stomach or you know, gut feeling as, as we call it. And that information that we might get in a certain scenario is based on subconscious processing. However, in this question that you just asked, which I haven't pondered, but you know, when we have an opportunity to be generous with someone and then we might go, like a good example would be the toilet paper incidents. You know, like let's say I want to go buy toilet paper, but there's only one roll left and then somebody else comes and needs it. Am I, am I going to be 
generous and go, hey, it's okay, I don't need it, you take it, or I'm going to fight someone, which is obviously a fear instinct that is driven by fear. And, you know, I don't want to judge that behavior either because it's obviously past conditioning that is showing us maybe that I need to look after myself first before I can look after everyone else instead of trusting. You know, if we have a belief, I trust that the universe has my back, then I don't need to respond to fear responses and I can instead be kind and generous and, and look after other people first. Have you ever received like, backlash might be too strong a word, but do people ever look at you strange for saying things like the universe has my back? Especially at this time, you know, lots of people are hunkering down, they're gathering their food for a couple months, and then you might be more playful. How, have, how do you receive people that uh, might think you're a little bit not, hmm, I don't even know the word for this. I think it's too loose, maybe too, uh, I think, you guys, again, this is a saying, uh, flying by the seats of the- Of your pants? Yeah, yeah, I definitely get that. And, and even, even some of my best friends, you know, one of my bestest friends, bestest friends, she's amazing. And she, she is, wants the best for me. And she's probably driven a little bit by the fear that I will not be okay by not being prepared in terms of how much food I have at home that I haven't, I haven't prepared in terms of, you know, I can eat definitely still for a few days and then there's also enough water to survive for a few more days. Yes. So for, but for her, because she wants me to be safe, she is keeps sending me messages saying, Hey, you should buy this, this, and this, and this. So, so she's definitely thinking, and she says it out. She, she's very honest. She says, Hey, I know that you love to go with the flow and you trust that the universe has your back, but this is, you got to take this seriously. And I am taking it seriously. I have also, you know, look, obviously being European, I've looked at what's going on in other countries to make sure, because sometimes I'm wondering, am I, am I being too loose now here? So, but yes, yeah, so do I get people that sometimes wonder things like, trust it, you know, that the universe has my back. What, like, are you weird? I definitely get that. And that's okay. It, I think it's, it, I don't, worry too much and i don't okay. i don't mind when some people think that i'm a bit loose or or too playful because i know what i feel and what i think and and i can stay true to that because i'm also not gonna you know judge people i'm also not gonna tell my friend hey you shouldn't have two months worth of food in your cupboard if that's yes. what's making yeah. making you feel safe that's cool Thank you for making that distinction. I ask you that because I, I get this question. I, I get this response as well. And I think that what you've just shown is two things, that you don't judge other people who are different than you and also your strong sense of self. You know, I mean, I guess that's a lead into this, my question about what do you see possible with the world having an expanded courage boundary? So not judging where people add, but what are some of the advantages to expanding that courage zone that they've cur currently got running? So, so basically what would happen if, if people worked a little bit on their courage boundaries, yes. expanded them? Yeah, I think definitely. And, and just quickly on the non-judgment, I definitely, one of my biggest principles is, and I, I'm a 
I'm a learner here. I, I want to not judge. I sometimes totally slip into judgment. You know, I sometimes go like, wow, why would they all be? I was judging just before, but like, why would people buy all this toilet paper? That was me totally judging. But I, I actually don't want to do that. I, I'm trying not to. So I'm being vulnerable here. I'm trying not to. We're <laughs> fighting for toilet paper. But of course, I was just pretty much judging when we talked about it. So just a quick disclaimer that I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but I would love to be, you know, I would love to be so, so sin that I don't judge people for so disclaimer. Up. She's not perfect. She's honest out there in a work in progress. Like us all exactly. humans, me and my mom actually had a little emotional moment about me judging my mom because I felt like she was judging me. So I hear you sister, mom, my mom was the bigger person and she taught me what it is to be vulnerable. Yeah. She was really cool about it so. well, on that point that's really beautiful and on that point about what would happen if people worked more on their courage boundaries and and even the question before that is can you actually work on your courage boundaries am i born with a boundary and that's it now you know i'm either really lucky or i'm like really stuck in these boundaries so first question before the second one that you asked is yes so everybody can expand their courage boundaries it's it's it is a muscle that can be expanded and that can be consciously worked on now the second question is what would happen if we did that what would happen if we if we consciously worked on ourselves and our courage i think a lot of things would happen but one is that we would see more courageous leadership so more more leadership that is based on on being courageous not fearless but courageous less driven by fears so so all these episodes we're seeing right now about people doing things that are maybe not amazing all these behaviors the the sadness anger frustration any of that is based on fear these are all fear-driven behaviors so if if we did expand our courage boundaries we would be able to respond more with with positive emotions and also i think if we did that if we had more courage we would also see a lot more realness a lot more people staying true to themselves again without judging others about their truths because we all have different truths and it's not about hey this is what i believe and if you don't believe in this then you're a bad person no it's hey this is what i believe and if you have completely different views this is why you know in the in the introduction actually one piece of information that i always i think you omitted it but i think it's a funny story you said you know dancing salsa in Cartagena with a stranger. That's actually dancing salsa in Cartagena with a drug dealer. And, and, uh -huh. I, and I think I even said this in the, in the copy somewhere on the website, maybe for Moments of Humanity, but it, I was dancing salsa with this guy and then he said, hey, I have to quickly duck out and, and get something happening and I'll be back again. And then I said, are you, are you dealing cocaine here? I was just asking him and, and he looks at me, he's like, yes. And he's like, don't tell anyone. I'm like, it's okay. You know, and again, of course, I'm not, I'm not a fan of that, but it doesn't mean that I have to now judge this guy. And he came back and then, you know, that was, we danced salsa. He was a really good dancer, but it's about, I think he was, he had completely different values than, than I do, but it's okay to be respectful of each other. And that would happen a lot more. I think if we, if we expanded our courage boundaries. This is really interesting conversation because I, I think we're both a bit word people. We notice words. And what I'm noticing is the word courage. I'm noticing the word judgment. I'm noticing, you know, instinct or intuition. 
and then fear, like all these different words coming in and we are in this climate right now where there's choice. All these words are floating around and which one will we choose? And I do think it's choice. I do think it takes the same amount of energy to choose one or the other. So another word I want to introduce in, because you kind of put it in there early when you said the word bold. I think it was like you developed or you delivered that for the Mind Valley presentation. How does boldness and courage interact? Because I have plenty of friends who chose the word bold for 2020. And yet, what qualifies a life or an action as bold? Yeah, you know what? I really struggle to answer that question because my answer to this question is that everybody has their own definition of boldness. And I think you're, you're really, you are really clever with, you are very intuitive, instinctive, and you do pick up on, on patterns and word patterns and, and people's thinking. And I think you're right about, you know, these different words. I think for, for me, because we've spoken about courage is also about not judging. And because of that, for me personally, if somebody says, hey, 2020 is my year of boldness, what that means is depends on the person. For somebody living a bold life in 2020 might mean that they say yes to more things. For somebody else, it might mean that they go and sing on a stage of 500 people a song that they would never have done. Or for somebody else, it might be to surf bigger waves. For somebody else, it might be to be more honest or to be always honest. For someone else, it might be to end a relationship or to start a relationship or to say yes or no to certain things. So I think I, I can't really tell you what it means because it means yeah. something to everybody. Different to everyone. Yeah. So, and I thank you for that, for, for being honest, because I think it's always what we make it mean in the end. You know, the power is whatever we are defining it as. And so I know we're here to talk about your book and I feel like you've always trusted timing and your book is launching in a very unique time. What can we do? And I know you're not going to have like a perfectly scripted answer because we just were talking about it before we pressed the go button, but what can we do right now in this space to have more moments of humanity? And in my view, that will expand our courage zone. It's not how you say it, actually. You say your courage boundary. So what, could, what can we do right now from your perspective? Or what are you going to do right now to, have, to really um, promote moments of humanity and expand this courage boundary? Yeah, you know what? I think one thing that helps us to get out of fear, and I've seen this with, with the panic that is going on a little bit. One, a really good way, and I've spoken about it with our business community, a lot of businesses are struggling. We have to be pragmatic. We have to be super practical. We have to, to put in place contingency plans. We have to do all that. We can make smart decisions if we don't come from panic. If we come from panic, it's a lot harder to make really good decisions. So how we can get out of this super panic or, or fear is actually by focusing on someone else. So it's really interesting. And, and you will notice, you know, when we have... Uh, uh, maybe a, a little bit of a negative emotion or if we feel super sad or ang angry or panicked, if we actually 
for a moment stop thinking about ourselves and how we are going to be okay or not okay and we go and help someone else automatically we will actually come out of this fear it's a thing it's it's probably even a thing that that therapists would use so what we can do right now all of us to make smarter decisions is first of all to make decisions not out of a, in a panic state and how we can get out of a panic state or a fear state is to think about hey what can i do right now for someone else what is something right now that i could do for someone else and that will already help us to get out of a a panic side and then we can make better decisions. Wow, that's awesome. And I think that we can't say that enough. I mean, some people might hear it and go, of course, but when you're in a panic or uncertain state, it's almost like you can't come up with that, you know, that idea. And I think I want to end this on the fact that you're a very creative person. We're heading into a zone where people can really expand their awareness and, and bring out creativity, potentialities, possibilities. I think it's a real time um, where people are going to surprise themselves. And I think, I just want to thank you for writing your book right on time, having it be published and ready to go right on time, having the instinct and courage to, um, to ask, you know, Sir Richard Branson to, to like put his, his weight behind what you're doing. Um, and that's just a reflection of being at the right place at the right time, meaning this is the right time for this. So thank you for your book. Um, again, I've really, I've already talked to people about it. The, the idea is so valuable. Like it's so what we need right now and we have time to read. So I encourage everybody to go out and read the courage map and start expanding yourself and start helping other people help one other person let's just start with that yeah. give someone your toilet paper let's see how that goes <laughs> yeah thank you idea. so much you're so welcome and for anyone who who wants to check out the book or even if if you prefer if you like to read the book that's that's amazing if not we also have a website where you can just download the journal and the journal on its own is 40 50 pages long and it's asking you different questions for each principle so even without the book and it's for free so even without the book the journal is super gorgeous it was designed by one of our designers here in house and it's it's really pretty to think about different questions and should i give the link now yeah like you can and then we'll also put it in the um the show notes as well so why not give it live yeah because it might be a bit difficult to spell my name so it's you can find the the free journal and also the link to all the different places where you can get the book on barnes and nobles amazon etc on francisca easily that's f-r-a-n-z for zebra i-s-k-a-i-s-e-l-i.com forward slash the courage map see if you have a name like that guys you get your own gmail address you don't have to be francisca is la 95 Maybe you do, maybe in a different country, maybe in Switzerland, it's a common name, I don't know. <laughs> actually, well, actually, Francisca is not super uncommon in Switzerland, but I think that combination, that there might be at least one more, I would say. Awesome, thank you so much. I really appreciate your energy. I think, I just love that we're doing this on this day. It's just a reflection of who you are and how you show up in the world. And I look forward to what we're gonna create, um, bring more moments of humanity and you know, give people the real hope that is present. Show them the view. So thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for doing everything you're doing right now. Over and out.
Thank you so much for listening to the show. Don't forget to join the community at bit.ly slash the Nat and Sarah show to download your three-step journal and participate in weekly lives found only in our private group. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You've got to rate and review the show. And I know all the podcasts are always asking this. And in the past, I wasn't doing it. And the reason I wasn't doing it is because I actually didn't know how to do it. So open your podcast player and click on our show from your library, not the listen now. That's where I was going wrong in the past. So now that you know how to do it, when you go there, make sure you give us a five-star review. Five stars, five stars, five stars. And then click on write a review link to actually write a review so that you can tell other people that we're legit and even funny, maybe a bit serious. So if you want to recommend this to someone, you have to put your fingers on the keys and send us a review. Thanks.